Here we are, tenaciously being. My name is Rather. I'm your host. This is the place where we get to be real about this wild and crazy journey called life. We're going to talk about both the beautiful blessings and the cringy, crunchy, confusing parts of being human, all from a place of unconditional love. We get to create this life. We get to choose how to be in the world. It's time to disregard the shoulds and forge our own path. We've forgotten that this is our opportunity and possibly how to do it. Let's remember together how to simply, gloriously, courageously, and tenaciously be. Hello, tenacious beings. Welcome. Welcome to episode 18 of the Tenaciously Being podcast, where we are diving on in to what it looks like to be human and to live this life. (laughs) Um, My name is Rather, and I am very excited to be here with you. Thank you for being here with me. And hopefully you've been along on the journey, but perhaps you haven't. Last week we discussed, or I read to you, The Little Soul in the Sun. And uh, hopefully that has landed somewhere in your consciousness and has um, flowed through your life ever since. And I'm curious about, you know, where it's landed and how it's landed and what your thoughts are around it. Um, I'm also feeling really um, motivated to really be myself, which (laughs) probably isn't much of a surprise. Um, As you, if you've been listening or if you know me at all, I'm most always just myself, whether I intend to be or not. I don't know if I know how to be otherwise, but I also do know, I mean, that's not even true because I know that there are many times in life where I show up and present and behave in ways that I know are expected of me, not necessarily what I want to do. <laughs> and we all do that, right? I mean, we, we, we all, uh, shade is probably not the right word, but we all like tone ourselves a little bit. So in the color world, in the creative world, um, you either, you have colors Red, yellow, blue are the primary colors. The secondary colors are green, purple, and orange. All colors can be made from red, yellow, and blue or some form of red, yellow, and blue. And then once you have color, then you either uh, shade that color and add black to it so it becomes darker or you um, you add white to it and you create tones of that color. So, um, you know, you either go light or you go dark with it. There's many, many, many shades of all things, right? (laughs) I mean, I guess everything is, yeah. There's, I don't even want to say the phrase that there's more than 50 shades of gray. (laughs) Such a funny cliche uh, from our era, right? (laughs) So what I want to talk about today a little bit is um, that pressure that that pressure to do this human thing that we're doing here quote unquote right 
and how that whole right, wrong, good, bad, black, white paradigm is one of these bigger crumbling paradigms. Um, and so, and, and with that topic, I also want to bring a little bit more um, me <laughs> into the conversation a little bit because to a certain degree, I have felt like I've been holding myself back. And I mean, that's here and there, but I think overall, like I look out into the world and I see a thousand ways where it is crumbling and everybody is batshit crazy, myself included. (laughs) And I'm not super comfortable with that. And so I have a difficult time just going with the flow all the time and rolling with it because I have like dabbled in and understand personally, I understand on my own behalf, like this, this darkness, if you will, in, in yesterday's book or last week's book, um, that, that low vibration, that very slow molassesy darkness. Now I'm of the belief that that darkness has infiltrated and gotten its little tentacles and it has oozed into and manipulated and controlled so many aspects of this human life, of our society, global society, like it's, it's everywhere, right? And so it has infiltrated so much of society that that's why it needs to collapse. That's why these societal structures and that's why all these systems need to collapse because they've been taken over by this darkness, um, negative, dark energy. I, like the book describes, you cannot have the light without the darkness because we need the contrast to see it. And in so many ways, um, my frustration with society and where we've gotten ourselves has been in this, like, not enough people, I have to use the term and I don't even want to, but not enough people have woken up to this concept yet. And so that's why I chose to read that book as its own episode, just to let it like sink in for us a little bit and to really understand this concept of the God spark or the, the light within, you know, and at the end of a yoga class, the light within me sees the light and honors the light within you. Like what does, do we, you know, on a personal level, do we understand what that really means? And, and do we honor in our own selves that true light or are we constantly spending our days trying to do right by everyone else, by all the shoulds, by all the, the, by what the programming has convinced us is the quote, right thing to do, right? Because we don't want to do the quote, wrong thing societally, you know, we've become so, uh, you know, in my lifetime, I can track it back to like uh, being politically correct. For me, when when political correctness, PC, <laughs> showed up on the scene was when I was in junior high, which 
if you didn't have a bizarro, uncomfortable, weird... Oh, golly. Oh. <laughs> you want to know who that was? It just says healthcare. <laughs> oh, thank you. I do not subscribe. Why are you calling me? Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, it's bound to happen again, even though I've tried to make it not happen. <laughs> Um, so my time in junior high was, um, you know, just like everybody else's, it was horrific, but also monumental. And, um, there's a lot that I remember about junior high because <laughs> it's kind of, in some ways, it really shapes a lot of who we are and we do a lot of, uh, figuring out who we are and that's tied with a bunch of hormone shifts and body changes and all that stuff. So it's super awkward and all that good stuff. But that's when um, the Clinton administration scandal stuff happened. And, um, and when, uh, when political correctness kind of came about and at least as far as I'm concerned, (laughs) Um, and the the desire to be PC. And so that's when we started becoming a little bit more aware of our words and we didn't want to offend people and you wanted to make sure that you weren't going to be canceled because you were not politically correct. Like, let's just take a moment to think about how effed up that whole concept is. (laughs) That we're so concerned about being politically correct what does that even mean? Like that's going to change for every person out there. And that doesn't necessarily, like it doesn't have to mean that you can't say certain words and you shouldn't say certain things because you're not being politically correct, you know? And that what an interesting little divide that happened. It gave comedians so much, so many things to spoof on. It gave Saturday Night Live like shit tons of content and things to I mean, like that's, that became a thing. And so then if you weren't being politically correct, then you're basically a joke and we could cancel you. So that in my world was one of the first cancel culture situations and, and how embedded that whole concept is in our beingness, right? Like, I, I think it even says in the book that you have choice. We have choice. And through the ages, through the generations, through, this is not like a new thing. However, I do think we are at like the the crux of it, or at least approaching the peak of this civilization round, round of civilization, right? That we have been so deeply manipulated and programmed and contrived and convinced that we have to do it a certain way. And that is the only way to do it. And if we don't do it that way, then we are a failure and a fuck up and not worth being alive. (laughs) Which, I mean, those are real thoughts, you know, like those are, those are, those are the types of thoughts that I would go ahead and beg to say that most people to some degree, to some iteration of have those types of thoughts running through their heads many, many, many multiple times a day. 
you know, I, I, I suffer from that kind of stuff all the, all the time, this unworthiness um, of not being enough. And it's tied to productivity and capitalism and keeping up with the Joneses and money and fame and all, all these things, right? And so it's not like one thing has done all the manipulation or one person or anything. It's this, it's this darkness. It's this collective darkness that has manipulated and, and taken over all of these systems so that now we are operating from a place of being hijacked and we we think we're doing the quote right thing when we're not listening to ourselves at all and it may not be the right thing for our body or our lifestyle or our predicament or our situation you know and we 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 seek exterior or external answers we seek external answers all the time and we'd have no faith and no belief and no confidence in what our inner voice our little soul has to say about it so i've been trying all along to kind of um wrap my head around more of like my purpose in life what is you know the little soul in the sun he was choosing forgiveness and and god mentioned that you can be any of the virtuous things anytime you want you can be any of these quote good things and you can you know have the good qualities of being a human all you want you have access to that at all times and you get to choose which ones you want to exercise and so forgiveness is one that just because that's the example in the book, I, I find forgiveness to be fairly easy. I don't hold grudges very hard. And I, I can usually, I mean, not always, some of us are perfect, right? But I, I don't hang on to traumatic events in a way that um, doesn't allow me to forgive. So forgiveness is not one of mine. Um, but, you know, um, and, and, you know, and some of them come rather easy to us. Creativity is one that I do think, and we've talked, I mean, I've, I've mentioned it on the podcast before. And if you know me in person, I mean, I'm rather be creative. So I, 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 creativity is part of my soul's purpose. But for the longest time, I haven't been able to understand where creativity meets like um, where my head's at, <laughs> right? Like this whole system collapse and like conspiratorial you know, tinfoil hat side of myself. And I think that for me, it comes down to the choice and that choice being, and, and I believe societally like human consciousness that we're all at this crux of the, of the choice. Like it's time to make the choice. And we're basically going to either refuse to believe the darkness that has infiltrated our society and commit full-heartedly to the programming that they have led us to believe. And that's going to show up in, in, in some very specific ways that are considered conspiracy theories these days, but by complying with all of the stuff that shows up, the mandates, the shots, the 
passports, the all the stuff. I mean, we've been complying for a really, really, really long time. For my whole lifetime, it feels like we've been complying and we didn't even know it, right? Because we didn't know we had a choice. Because why would they want us to know that we have a choice in the matter? The elusive they. You know, that darkness doesn't want us to remember that we have a choice. The darkness wants to keep us in the dark and not know how bright our light can be. So we can either choose to commit to that darkness and to essentially shove our head in the sand, you know, and just ignore the, the, the shit show that's around us, this destruction of civilization that's happening around us and, you know, wake up in the system and, and in that, in my opinion, dystopic nightmare of shot after shot after shot after shot of mandate after mandate after mandate of all the fear porn of the of the doing things for the greater good and for committing to the propaganda and that darkness for life and where will that light lead to and and in future podcast episodes we're going to get into what dystopic what dystopic novels are portraying and what a dystopia is versus a utopia and um, we're going to talk a lot about that stuff and how we get to things I've mentioned before, but I've read this book recently that it just, it needs a book report and I'm going to give it. <laughs> but meanwhile, I want to connect where we are in this situation, where my head is at in this situation. And so if we choose to just put our head in the sand, um, I have a good friend that likes to say, if you put your head in the sand, if you're not, you know, if you put your head in the sand, where does that leave your butt? And so you'd put that in your head. And then if your butt's doing that, what are you telling God? <laughs> Which just made me crack up because you're basically telling God to kiss your ass. Like, no, I'm not going to believe in my light. Mm -mm. I'm just going to keep my head down here in the sand. Everything's shiny and rainbows. Everything's cool. Look at this screen that I can see that tells me that everything's fine. Yeah, it tells me that everything's fucked up. But as long as I commit to this and as long as I believe what they have to tell me, I'm going to be fine. And in some degrees, that's true. And that paradigm will probably exist for like the rest of our lives. You know, I mean, like that's gonna, that probably will exist in a hundred years. That world that, that has no freedom, that has, you know, uh, lab grown meats and not real foods and, and shots every week and that kind of stuff like that, that probably will exist in some parts of the world. But it doesn't have to be where you exist because you can make this choice right now. It's the crossroad time. We are in the crossroad part of evolution where you either like join us or you stick your head in the sand and tell God to kiss your ass because you don't want to be light. That which you already are and it's inside of you anyway. You can choose not to see it and that's totally fine. And, and it is, it's totally fine and it will be fine. And I will still love you and, and the people around you will still love you and you can still love yourself even, but know that you are choosing to not see this stuff. And this is where I've always felt conflicted um, is how I want everyone to see it. <laughs> so while I don't want to be one of these people that's marching out and like forcing and sharing all these conspiracy theories and all this research that I'm doing and all that stuff and like being like a truther um, because 
to a certain degree that the, the truthers are also conspiracy theorists, right? And like, and it's, and it's gotten tied up into this political correctness world, <laughs> you know, the same scenario that being politically correct was, you know, you don't want to be a truther. There's all these titles and shit like that. And so, but the fact of the matter is that we've been lied to. We've been manipulated. We've been programmed. We've been brainwashed. We've been convinced that everything that we see, that these systems that have supposedly held us are for our benefit and they're for us. When, if you start looking into it, if you start, you know, take a dive down a single rabbit hole, every rabbit hole that there is out there, every conspiracy theory, every, every thing out there leads to a fucking burrow. It leads to this darkness. It leads to this corruption. It leads to this evil entity, you know, that's been like running the show for a really, really, really long time. And as humans, as evolving humans, as God sparks, as lights of the sun, it is our up to us to choose to shine light on it and to move away from it and to create the new and to create the next level, the, the, the next stage of humanity. We are, we get to do that. And it's such a beautiful gift, but we have to see that darkness. And that's the part that like, I don't want to, I don't want to be the one that's like taking your head and shoving, you know, like forcing you to look at it because that's torturous. And some of this shit is bad. <laughs> like you have to spend weeks of recovering after seeing some of this shit. And I, you know, I think everyone can be different. You don't need to see the depths of it in some cases, but we need to recognize that we are surrounded by and being manipulated by this darkness. And it's using us to keep us divided and to keep us in fear. And so essentially, when we make this choice, it's either like, I'm going to stick my hand, head in the sand and I'm going to choose the fear narrative and that somebody else has the answer for me and I'm not going to trust myself because I can't trust myself. Or we choose the other side, which is more like, oh my God. Everything is so fucked up. I got to see it all so that I can now make an educated choice. I can now make, I can now get in tune with myself and move forward from myself. Now, how do you get in tune with yourself? That's the whole getting healthy part. That's the whole detox part. That's the whole meditation and mindset work. And that's the whole, that's the whole movement and, and somatic experiences and the healing and the, therapy and like that's the yoga and all that stuff those are the tools that we use and then i would add in that the most important tool because i think that it's one that's been long forgotten is our creativity i believe that through the toxins and the the mental manipulation the programming that's been generational it's coming from our all the systems it's coming from the government and the financial and the education and these patriarchal systems that have us like that's the scaffolding of everything that we know right through that 
we have been convinced that to be creative is a waste of time and to to practice creativity for the sake of being creative and just just doing it for the sake of doing it or to exercise our creativity is a waste of time and it's more of a hobby and it's not productive and it's a starving artist mentality right and i've talked about this a lot and i i do believe that this is part of my purpose is to to encourage us to one detox our body so that we can actually access that and then once we've accessed it that we got to like work it out <laughs> like i mean like weightlift your creativity <laughs> because then then we can create this new life we have to see it and be aware of it and then we have to exercise our ability to create before we actually like living in it and doing it and being it does that make sense so like that's the roadmap of how we do this so we we can start decalcifying our pineal gland and detoxing from heavy metals and we can stop ingesting all the gmos and the and the and the toxins and our fragrances and our products and we can do all that and we also have to like witness and be aware of and that's the scary part because we don't want to be a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist and we don't want to be politically incorrect and we don't want to be you know we don't want to be a freaking crazy person <laughs> to our friends and our loved ones and we don't want to be the one that's like doom and gloom you know there's a term black pill like we don't want to like be the one that's constantly living in that space and so that's the journey that tenaciously being is going on and the, okay so sorry <laughs> and then from that space of being aware of how dark and doom and gloom and how manipulated we've been how controlled we've been from that place of awareness we can now because we've been exercising our creative brains we can now create that future and provide it for our kids and our grandkids and the people that are going to be living on this planet in a hundred years, you know, as the option, like you don't have to be in that dystopic 15 minute city, <laughs> you know, you can live, you can live a, a, a fruitful, abundant, joyful life without the indoctrination of that system these systems that are crumbling and they're and they're and it's all loud and scary right now because what does the thing do when it's dying you know when it knows it's been had like it's gonna fight as hard as it can and make as much noise and make it as like obvious as possible that it's that it's crumbling and that it's not going to be around for any longer and that's what we're experiencing right now civilization <laughs> So I hope this is like landed okay because I feel like it's a little bit um I mean that's not even like preachy that it just it feels a whole lot like it's a uh, I don't know <laughs> politically incorrect to be thinking that way. <sighs> but I would prefer to you know want to know all of the how, why, where and everything so that I can 
trust again, be healthy. I can be creative. I can create my life. I get to serve others. I, I get to find solutions. I get to be part of a community, et cetera, et cetera. Versus, you know, choosing the the head in the sand style where we believe in the programming. We believe in the matrix and the illusion and the system and the science and the propaganda and all of that. We, we, this, this is our moment in human history where we get to remember that we have a choice. So what's your choice? Are you going to keep listening? You're going to come along on the journey? Um, are you going to stick your head in the sand and, you know, be part of it? And that's, that's okay too. And I honest from the deep, deep, deep crevices of my heart, I, I feel like I have come to a place where I can say, that's okay. And I'm okay with that. And I still love you. <laughs> Even if I don't know you, um, I still love you because you are human and, and you are a God spark and you are a little soul in the sun. And uh, thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you for being here. And I hope that this makes sense. And I look forward to diving into it a little bit more because it is going to take it's going to take some of this seeing some of the stuff. And so we're going to dive into some of that stuff as we go forward into future episodes. So I hope you are looking forward to that as much as I am. Thanks for being here. Cheers. Cheers.